Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, you can't quite see folks, but he's pretty glorious Betsperts sweatshirt on there, Andy. Maybe pull it up for a little bit for the people. Oh, yeah. How are you, Mr. Monitor? Happy Friday. Good. The Betsperts store is open. I, uh... I got this from the Pittsburgh store. They have some gear over there. Anybody who ever wanted a deep dive sweatshirt but wasn't in a state, I know some people had said, like, hey, I'd buy one of those. They're up. You can buy one right now. They're available. You can get the, the whale logo on your chest if you want to rock it. It's cold as balls here, so I'm wearing multiple layers. I've got my woolen socks on, and I'm ready for a bounce back. Finally, finally had a bad day in college basketball, and it was – it was one of those where it was everything was a basket or two. You know, a total goes <laughs> over by like four. An underdog loses by a half point in overtime. I almost was cheering for that because I'm like, I haven't got to bitch about that in a long time. You know, that used to be a thing of me is like, oh, they're a six-point dog and they're in overtime. Like, they lose by seven, clearly. And this was a five-and-a-half-point dog that lost by six, fouling with like 15 seconds left down four. Of course, both free throws go in and the layups on the other end are missed. That's how life works. But we're back with a couple more today. And yeah, it's going to be a funnish weekend of football. There's some games that matter. There's a really big one Monday that we'll get to. I kind of like the last week of the NFL season because you do get some teams that have nothing to play for that all of a sudden show up just like to ruin somebody's day. The games where like not, both teams are benching players and you get to see guys you've never heard of or thought of yeah. before are kind of fun. So like in a weird way, like in a, like eating a stinky cheese, the last week of the NFL has some delicious nuances. I do like a stinky cheese. I'm not, I'm not above that. Um, and yes, too, we do should mention – it is a big weekend if you live in New York. You are going to have mobile Congratulations. Uh, mobile betting. The third of three states in the tri-state area to get it. Good job. You get, you're on the podium. You made it's it. It's hard to be behind the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and stuff, but you did it, New York. Top three. So I don't know that we have pre-registration offers yet for um, Rivers and Caesars. It'll be four sports books to start. And then I think you'll have six more added on later. So congrats. I'm going to retweet from the Brown Bag Bets account. We've got uh, BetSperts has some offers. I think if you pre-register today, DraftKings and FanDuel will each give you just $100. Like no deposit, just sign up and there's $100 in free bets. And so you get 200 bucks right off the get-go. And I, I'm sure you'll see some tweets from the uh, BetSperts account with some of the offers that they're going to have this weekend. It's an exciting weekend for you to honestly like – I, I'm not that excited about legalized betting in Minnesota because I worry about what I'll do with these same game parlays. But <laughs> man, that first that first wave of like taking advantage of all the offers and free money and stuff, it's a, it's a nice little boost to the old bankroll. So look for that. I will retweet that from the Brown Bag Bets account. And before we get to tonight's stuff, I want to start with tomorrow. This game, Dan, hit me in the comments with what time this starts. I think it's early. This is like national championship. Is it noon? This is 11, 11 central for me. Nooner. So, nooner. ESPN two, Montana state, North Dakota state. This is the only good game tomorrow. Like enjoy this. We've currently bet on North Dakota state uh, coaching in the K state game. That was uh, rewarded greatly as they stomped the shit out of LSU. But yeah, I'm, 
<clears throat> I'm probably not laying it here. I don't know if you could have got a seven earlier. Dan seemed to think uh, there was a, I can't remember if it was FanDuel or DraftKings had a, a bit of a promo on this where you could take the favorite and the under and you got fair to above fair parlay odds on it, especially considering the, the fact that uh, I, I think it was like plus 260 or something. So plus 266, it was fair parlay odds on a, a same game parlay. I don't know how correlated that is, but it feels like Montana State's defense is good, but are you going to be good enough to you know, take care of NDSU, who is a absolute wagon for the past few years. So if you do want to read more, he wrote up about five, six, seven paragraphs. Again, it's over on the BetSperts app. I tweeted it out the other day as well. Check that out if you want to do some betting on this. I'm probably going to send it out unless I can find. Um, You'll find something. FCS, FCS, <laughs> DFS. If that's a thing, I'm probably going to oh, have a lineup. Wow. Because I've, I've got the app open all weekend. I've got golf lineups going. So <laughs> Sam Lipscomb says, first half under 21. I don't blame him there. That's not a bad look. I like unders and championships game. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. NBA rolls on with Noops taking the wheel from here, looking at some games. Explain to me quick, because nobody answered me in the NBA chat. What's up with the Raptors? I think, um, I think the Raptors are, are fine. Um, I'm going to have to do, I tried to do a little research just before the show. Um, they're, they may be in Montreal and not in Toronto, but they're in Canada. I think they'll be fine. You know, they were just in Milwaukee. It's, you know, all these are very short trips. I mean, worst case, they got displaced, maybe a time zone. Um, so I'm not a hundred percent sure. You know, Andy, let's just see. I'm going to Google where are the Toronto Raptors and see if anything comes up. But um, it's just no, I think they're okay. I mean, once they're in Canada, then they should be fine. I think that's what the Toronto. I think that's <laughs> what the chat was talking about. Like, they might not be able to travel across international borders for a while. So, like, home games might be fine. They're they're on Kyrie. Like, it's a team of Kyries. They can only play was, in certain it, arenas. And yeah, that conversation was more about players coming in. Oh, um, sure. There's there's some discussion about maybe certain guys may or may not come in because if you go into Canada, you test positive, you have to quarantine there. I think for two weeks. You know, so you're essentially going to be oh, knocked out for two weeks for stuff that like makes that. Sense. So that's that kind of the ramifications there. But big NBA slate tonight. A couple games I like here, as always, is tradition. I And when I like my Philadelphia 76ers, I keep refreshing. Joel Embiid, nothing's happened yet. But the Sixers pretty much fully healthy here, laying seven. Looks like it's ticked out to seven and a half. Seven and a half's fine. Maybe a smaller play at eight. I'll draw the line there. But Philadelphia at full strength against a Spurs team that's running into some COVID issues themselves. The Spurs missing, I think, three guys in their starting lineup and a couple key backups tonight. Sixers at home, again, plenty of rest before this game and after this game. So no reason for Embiid to kind of be out. But even if he is kind of a late um, scratch here, the Sixers team should be pretty good. Again, without Kelvin Johnson and some of these guys, it might be a good bounce back spot for Tobias Harris, who's been really struggling. But I have the Sixers almost double-digit favorites here. So Sixers minus seven. Raptors minus 11 and a half. Again, those Toronto Raptors, they head back home. They've been great at home. Again, they go back to um, an arena with no fans. They've been putting up like almost 120 points the last two games at home. Um, they play a jazz team that is just 
ravaged by COVID. Part of the reason we were talking about what happens when you go to Toronto is because I think there's going to be a lot of jazz players who might have been able to play tonight that they're not going to send to Canada for fear of having a negative test or something. I'm sorry, a positive test pop up and them getting stuck there. So they're going with maybe eight guys, I think, right now, maybe nine. Next game, honestly, might get postponed. But if they play, the Raptors win by a ton. So happy to lay basically almost any number in this spot. I have them almost 15-point favorites, 11.5, still around just about everywhere. Um, and then the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers minus six. Um, looks like this is ticked out to six and a half. I'll draw the line at seven. They go into Portland playing a Trailblazers team. Looks like they'll be without their key guards, a bunch of other players. The Cavaliers are back. They're fully healthy, and I think they're just going to get back to just crushing some of these teams. I mean, the Portland Trailblazers have been bad all year. I'm happy to continue to go against them. You know, outside of games where Anthony Simon scores 40 points, they pretty much lose and lose big. Um, they're underdogs tonight. I was looking, I think they're um, betting against them as underdogs is like 60-some percent for the year. So, you know, a lot of positive things going for us tonight. Sixers, Raptors, Cavaliers, we'll lay the points with all three. Just chalk, chalk donkey today. I like it. Sometimes the favorite's the right side, baby. That's how it works. That's how that's how a handicap works. It's not always. Uh, I, I don't know that that it's one of those things on Twitter where it's turned into like people give people shit when they bet a bunch of favorites. <laughs> it's the side. I, it's the side I like tonight. I don't know. Like you say that. Like, You're I, I don't know how. One yeah. each way. Like yeah, and that, that's involved. the thing. I don't know. I don't know where the dog. Look, I played the Sixers became. minus a thousand. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there, there's a point at which either team would have uh, some value on it. I don't know. I, I think about gambling Twitter a lot lately, how like certain things have become like, oh, parlays are just automatically bad. And, and you know, if you bet favorites, you're dumb. And boy, uh, imagine, imagine the people who say things like imagine. That's uh, that's <laughs> where I'm at in, <laughs> in the world of Twitter. Uh, imagine imagining. Yeah, a little, uh, little bit of a rough sledding yesterday. Nice start. That he, I bet the over in the standalone game that started at two, and I didn't really realize it had started, and I turned it on, and the scoring had gone like berserk for the first half of the first. Like, uh, I bet over 130 ish, and the live total was pushing 150 uh, right off the bat. So, that is a beautiful way to start one of those. In fact, it landed. Much, much higher than all that. I think the second half maybe even went over as well. The rest of the day was not as sweet. Uh, the North Texas game got there, and that was about it. Like I said, I lost the game in overtime. I had a, the uh, the Summit League might be a problem for me. I bet an under. <laughs> I bet an under one fifty something game had like two hundred points. I just don't think I have proper numbers on a couple of these Summit League teams. Once they actually get to playing each other and the pace goes through the roof, it's a very fast-paced league. So I'm going to might, might tweak some Summit League numbers. And uh, this is something some people have given me or other people at BetSports a hard time about is, uh, you know, if you look at BetSports, you can look at, like, how am I doing in this conference? Or, like, you can't say, like, I'm the expert in only betting, you know, the Toronto Blue Jays. Like, that's that might be too granular. It might just be you know variance and luck. But there is something to be said for breaking down your records on here. And I look at that, and it's like I'm doing really shitty in the Summit League. And I do think there are reasons. I think I I don't take the some of these leagues have styles, and once you get into league play, things do change. So I am going to be adjusting there tonight. 
Uh, that is key. Similar. you got to look at your results and, and start to break stuff like that. I mean, part of the reason you have a log is so you can go back at some point and kind of look at some macro levels and learn, gee, I really am good at this. Boy, I suck hard at that. You know, go back and try to make some tweaks. You need that information. Yeah, you should always be self-reflecting on your betting and seeing what's what's working, what's not. And if it's not working or working for a reason, or if it's just you think it's just noise and things will hash themselves out. I do not think it's noise. I think I have bad numbers in the Summit League. Today, though, I'm staying clear of that. Mostly on the East Coast, there's not a really big slate today. I only have two looks. I put them in a little earlier. Starting off with, which one do I have on the top? It is the Marist-Fairfield game. Mayor's well, Fairfield, say, Fairfield way, is a wagon. This is one one thirty one. Kudos to you. It's one thirty five now. I wonder if a certain <laughs> Slack channel might have played this too. I actually got see that much movement. I got a one thirty and a half this morning, and then it moved up, and I'm like, "Well, I'll put one thirty one in the on the rundown." So yeah, kudos. I don't know if I would play that. If you're watching this, if you're listening. Maybe wait for some buyback. I don't know if I'd play it at 135. I have both of these. Uh, I have both of these teams modeled out in the mid 60s, like uh, 67, 68, mid to upper 60s. So I have this in right around 136, 136 and a half. I saw a decent edge, and now it's it seems to have uh, found its way up to where it should have been. I guess according to me, but a, a lot of this is just based on the Fairfield the Fairfield uh, Stags being an absolute wagon. They've lost a couple games, tough one to Massachusetts in overtime, but this should be a good game. I really like their offense. I like some things they do. They don't turn the ball over a lot. They get on the offensive glass. The Marist Red Foxes are not a team who forces turnovers. I really am looking for Fairfield to kind of lead the charge in the scoring here. I think they can probably get into the low 70s. And then Maris just kind of has to do with the, you know, do their part, get to get to like 64. And I think this one clears it. But uh, yeah, don't bet one, 135. That's moved a bit much. Where follow, you me on, the line? follow me on Bettsburg. I'd probably like 133. If you could get a 33, that, that would be bettable. Look for some stale numbers. I know those kind of things exist, especially if you have some paperheads or some locals, as the kids say. One over, one under, Lafayette. Not Louisiana Lafayette. That is the Raging Cajuns, and they just go by Louisiana unless you use certain websites that do not update the names of the teams <laughs> ever, including UTRGV still being called Pan Am, Texas, or something. But Lafayette is a Pennsylvania team. I do believe you should know this. Yes, I Lafayette. think it's out there. Yeah, in Easton, Pennsylvania. I just looked it up while I was talking. They're a Patriot League team taking on another Patriot League team in the Holy Cross Crusaders. And this is an under for me, just based on both offenses being absolute dog shit. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's bad defenses Great too. Technical. Yeah, I mean, bad defenses too. But I like and this is why I do like Holy Cross as a bit of an under team. They're a bad shooting team who gets a lot of offensive rebounds. I would love to see some like minute long possessions that equal like three misses. Those are beautiful for something like this. This is where you see that live total drop from like 35 to 33 to 31 over the course of like a minute. So um, yeah, not a lot of technical analysis there. Bad, bad, bad offenses. These are, I have, I have these, I, I think these numbers should be switched in my mind. 131 and 137 and a half. 
that's uh, kind of where I have this modeled. So just two. And normally on a Saturday, I have a lot of plays. I'll probably put some stuff out tonight just because I'll be busy in the morning. So nine Eastern, somewhere around there. It's probably when I have time. I can dig it. I'll be sitting and waiting. Just staring. You'll be watching tennis and basketball. That time Quite a bit of basketball. <clears throat> Lots of basketball. A little bit of tennis. You know, in general, not not just one play for us. Pretty solid day yesterday. But we're down to the final eight and just one match play for us, but some good news, and we'll talk about that in a second. We'll start with this over here. Uh, Naomi Osaka playing Veronica Kudermatova. Uh, Kudermatova, you know, one of my favorite players generally to bet on. Someone who plays a very consistent game, um, you know, knows how to hold up to some of these better players. Um, you know, she goes up against Osaka. Osaka, obviously, one of the better players on tour when she is playing. Um, you know, been pretty solid this week. The total here at 20, I have this at 21. So, you know, um, 20 minus 120 probably looks okay. 21 at, you know, less than standard juice is probably, I'm sorry, 20 and a half at less than standard juice is okay here. I just think we're going to see, you know, possibly three sets here. Thought about sprinkling that, but I think at the very least, you're looking at a seven, five, seven, six here in the first set. And then hopefully we'll get enough games there in the second. I think this will be very competitive. But we also have two outrights still left, Andy. It's so fun. You know, we put out four. I guess I only got half of them home, but that's not so bad. It um, still feels good. <laughs> and and, and it's nice. We have a question in the chat about, uh, and this guy, I'm assuming, is betting somewhere that gives you each ways. Can you bet that anywhere that you bet each ways? Um, some of the can be outs have it. There's a few places that'll let you do each ways. Some can be spots have it, some don't. So depends on where you are. I think like Bet Rivers will let you do that sometimes. Sure. DraftKings might still. I can't remember if they do or not. But yeah, taking a look at hedging here, we'll start with Rybakina. You know, you look at the Adelaide tournament here. We're down to the final four. And the nice part here is both of our outrights, um, you know, are pretty solid favorites here. As uh, our guy here in the chat noticed, you know, um, we've got Rybakina here against Doi, plus five and a half games. Maybe go ahead if you want, you know, middle with the five and a half is okay if you're worried about kind of covering your stake. I actually think that Rybakina here minus five and a half might have a little bit of value. I'd have it closer to six. So, you know, just as a straight play, I don't think I'd play that plus five and a half. But again, you know, it's up to you. I think that's a pretty good way of going about it. Again, the five and a half is a way to middle. But we're going to let that ride, um, you know, for everybody else. Looks like Rybakina, again, huge favorite here. If she does get into the final, I am probably going to hedge here. Um, we'll see what the price is on Barty or Schweitek. Um, Schweitek, who is playing later today that should be a great match that'd be a good one to watch if you're up late enough for that i'll tweet out kind of what that hedge looks like a little bit at underscored move so i'll try to put something on betsperts as well like a little blog or something and then in melbourne too you know again same situation we've got on lee at a nice number 20 to 1 she plays sasnovich here um pretty solid favorite again gonna let this one ride into the finals and we'll probably hedge here anna samova and kasakina two of the better players on hard courts especially kind of down under kasakina was great down here um, last year. So again, we'll probably do some hedging there, depending on what the prices look like. Again, I'll put something out, but good for us. We've got two outrights. We're going to let them ride tonight, and then we'll hedge probably in the finals. Look for something again at underscore noobs on Twitter or at BetSperts. Alex Christensen, no space. I'll probably put a little blog post out there. Yeah, it's interesting when you get a five and a half like that, because it's like how we talk, and it's a, actually a good analog to all those massive favorites who are playing for playoff seating against teams who are playing for nothing. And yes, it is a, it's not a must win. It's a, it'd be awful nice if we won this game, but we certainly 
do not get any additional points or seating from winning by 18 compared to 16 if the spread is 17. You know, covering the spread doesn't mean anything to a player. And sometimes, you know, with these bigger spreads, you do see somebody taking off a taking off a uh, return game or two in the second set after they've gotten a break. So that can be frustrating with these bigger spreads. I usually don't mess with them one way or the other. But again, it's not a bad middle if if you if you no, think that number's close. Yeah, something like that. Maybe Doi to win the first set or something. It's Ravikina has been pretty solid um, down under here so far. It could be a spot where Doi gets the first set six four seven five, but then you know you've got Ravikina six one six two six one six two something like that. That would be kind of my only concern. So maybe look for her to win a set or to win the first set, something like that. If you're going to do a middle, but again, I think Ravikina cruises. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you, and a lot of that's because I don't bet uh, women's tennis all that much. I just all my knowledge is basically from you. So <laughs> and Brad, I, I gotta give Brett credit. That guy talks about tennis. Pretty great. Tournament of champions. Uh Bryson's a few strokes back. A lot of things can happen. Anybody can go out there and shoot a, you know, shoot eight, ten under under the right conditions. Some interesting stuff though, like uh, and I was looking to see who they'd pair Reed up with today. Patrick Reed is playing with a new driver and he does not have it figured out. And you have to lay a lot. It's like minus 180 to to fade him. There's to the point where there's probably value on Patrick Reed because they put him against a Justin Thomas who's not playing all that well. And it's 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 an interesting how they do these matchups because right away I'm like I wonder who they'll pair him with if it'll be a shitty player or you know someone who's lower on the leaderboard with him. I don't like those prices at all, but something to watch for when some of these guys are trying out new equipment. He is a good driver of the ball. This is an easy course to hit the fairway, and he is struggling. It's his worst driving performance in a single round in quite a while. Didn't play anything on him, though. I did look at one. Um, Grace, Brandon Grace over Kisner. This was a lot of it was based on some of my rankings pre-tournament and then what's going on in tournament here. I think Grace, um, I'm trying to look at it, what I had for him. In tournament putting hasn't been good. Like he's lost two strokes, I believe, on the greens. And he's traditionally a decent putter. I had him in my, you know, pre-tournament model as somebody who could putt decent here, who should gain strokes on the green. So I think maybe some short AD says worst driving performance ever. I misspoke. That wasn't Patrick Reed's worst driving performance since. It was since he started playing golf. I interrupt myself because I was excited about that. But yeah, Grace, I'm laying the half stroke with Grace over Kisner here based on just pre-model, pre-tournament model performance and the fact I think Grace should probably putt a little better. Um, and if you want a bunch more plays, hop over in the golf Slack chat. I think uh, people are firing away at this tournament despite there only being 40 golfers because people are just jacked up to bet golf right now. I didn't add any uh, outrights. I don't really want to do that at this point. I think <laughs> Rom, if you can find a rogue number on Rom, like he's playing well enough to just by you know attrition play well enough to make him way, make his way right near the top of the leaderboard all four days, and maybe just find him way, find a way to win would, this thing. What number would you want? I'm looking at four to one. I, yeah, I was gonna say I thought there were some sixes out there. 
if, if people are slacking on that or if somebody shoots up the leaderboard and you get a live number on him like six or seven like that would be awful intriguing because I, I think the market was four or five pretty much yeah i could dig it i'm not I, I don't get as excited for these early ones but i'm betting it anyway the matchups i did post on betsperts yesterday i did five full tournaments i think four out of the five were at plus money three of them are leading one of them is the tournament leader unfortunately i played him against the guy in second place it couldn't <laughs> be like it couldn't be like oh he shot eight under and the other guy shot seven what are you going to do, though? So uh, if I have any more of those, I'll tweet about this weekend, too. You can find me on Twitter. It's right under my name if you're watching Andy MSFW. Like I said, at Brown Bag Bets. if you are in New York, I will retweet some offers for you to get, I mean, essentially yes. 200, 200 free dollars today. Free money. And with free money, it's always easy. So with that, like, subscribe, rate, review. And Alex, uh, thank you for another great week hanging. Always my pleasure.